Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rock. This is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Hey, we've got a very, very cool episode tonight. I, uh, great start for our week. This is our first episode this week. Um, we've got, I think, three or four more uh, after it. Uh, it's a full week. I know that. I know that. Uh, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I watched this movie uh, this past weekend, and I really enjoyed it. It was funny. And uh, just cool. I like, this is, um, we're going to get into it and whatnot. We've got the, uh, the, uh, the writer uh, of the film. He also uh, stars in it as well. Uh, and it's just very, very cool. The name of the film is The Day After Halloween. It's a comedy horror mystery. So there you go. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mr. Danny Schluck. Danny, I hope I said your last Ooh. name correctly. <clears throat> Yeah, I believe you did. Uh, yeah, hey, thanks for having me, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Anytime, man, anytime. I really enjoyed your film. Oh, that's great, man. I'm happy to hear it. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for watching. I mean, just just that alone, getting people to watch <laughs> a full movie. Going, hey, a full movie? Oh, man, I don't know. Maybe I can break it down in parts. <laughs> My wife is like that. My wife, you know, I'll say, hey, let's watch a movie. She's like, oh, I don't know if I can handle a movie. I said, okay, well, instead, why don't we watch 17 Seasons of Love Island? Okay, yeah, I'm down for that. Right. I'm down, you know. I can binge watch that till 4 in the morning. I'm like, I can't. I can't binge watch 10 minutes of it, but um, you're proving my point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, you know, hey, today's the big day. It was released today on digital platforms. It's, it's, we were talking a little bit before we came on the air about that. It's uh, getting out there into the ether, so those numbers and people who have seen it will definitely be going up, you know? That's true. I guess that's the general idea, yes. If we had any wherewithal, we would have, you know, put on some kind of tagline, like, Halloween, this year, Halloween's coming prematurely. Could have really, really capitalized on that. I don't know. Are you a, a Halloween... Uh, guy, is your house a Halloween house? Like you guys decorate up and every all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I definitely like it. I would put it up there on uh, my favorite holidays. I don't know if it's my favorite one. Um, as as for the movie, I mean, it was something that we honestly stumbled upon. It was kind of like uh, you know we were the, the you know the time it kept getting pushed, and then suddenly we were in the fall. We're like, oh, maybe we should just set it at Halloween. It was by far the best like decision we could have ever made uh just because i mean how awesome you know it's a crush halloween has a built-in audience i mean people like it and plus we could hide you know we could suddenly make 10 extras look more like you know 30 because everyone can just put on different clothing right (laughs) movie magic man movie magic our house we are definitely a halloween house uh my in-laws live a few blocks from us uh my sister-in-law and brother-in-law 
in the other direction a few blocks. Um, so we're all in the same neighborhood, and everybody has their holiday. Um, my uh, my in-laws do a big Christmas party and, and all of that, of course. And uh, we're the weirdos of the bunch, uh, me and my wife, Danny. Uh, her name's Danny as well, and uh, Danielle. And we're the artists in the family, so, you know, um, we we got Halloween, and that's just fine with us. We have a big party and every year and everything. We decorate our house in, starting in September. Um, you know, so I oh, wow. probably crazy, but yeah, we, uh, everybody kind of expects it now, you know, it's like, oh yeah, Danny and Jamie. So um, for, but for yeah. you guys, the day after so, Halloween must be a real bummer. Oh, it is. It's just a let. Well, you know, you usually have family come in for Thanksgiving and all that. So it kind of takes the sting a little bit. Um, but yeah, we are one of those, those houses. And my wife was so pleased when I put this film on. Um, she goes, oh, we're a little early, but I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to get in the Halloween butt. And I'm like, well, you can't, you can't beat it. There you go, dear. There you go. So she was very happy, and that made me very happy. So it was a uh, – we really what enjoyed is, what it. Did the really wife, enjoyed it. What did the wife think? And be, be honest. I can take it. <laughs> she was laughing. She was laughing. And I'll tell you something. This is how I judge. Um, her reaction to film uh, when she watches one with me is her cell phone usage. Cell phone got set right. down during your film. And I was there pretty impressed with That's that. Something. I'm telling you, man, yeah. I can be talking to her, you know, my hair on fire and the cell phone doesn't get set down. But, you know, the Halloween sure. uh, comedy, uh, horror comedy got cell phone down. So that was a good thing. That was a good thing. So let me ask you. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? You know. Uh, let me ask you, Danny. Um, were you always like a movie guy, like growing up and stuff? Did, were you like the movie kid? Did you figure that movie making and acting and whatnot would be something you'd be doing, like now? Or did it kind of just happen? Um, I mean, I don't. I don't know, but I mean, I definitely was always in the movies. Definitely like a movie nerd. You know, get in Entertainment Weeklies. Summer movie preview okay. and, you know, riding my bike to the movie theater, like, always into movies. Like, I mean, the, yeah, I guess in our ideal world, like, find the sky dreams and, like, like to make a movie. But, I mean, I grew up in Kansas. Like, you know, we kind of, you know, we didn't really, it did it seemed like a, not necessarily that attainable a thing. But then, I you know, I came... I came to school in the, uh, you know, the time of Kevin Smith and more of, you know, mm. where stuff like that mm-hmm. started become, where you're like, oh, hmm, maybe I can. What, what a movie is kind of like uh, the definition has changed. And then, of course, cut to now. I mean, shit, everyone's, that's a, we're all making movies, right? And, <laughs> and them on our uh, social, social media. I mean, everyone's a movie maker and a star of their own movie. So, you know, I, yeah, that was the uh, general career. So now the, you know. Now it's a level playing field. I don't know. Sometimes that's good and bad, I guess. <laughs> now, did you and Chad know each other, or did you come together on this yeah. project? No, no. We've known each other since uh, – he grew up in Kansas as well. Uh known each other since the first day of middle school. And we, uh, we've we done nice. stuff like this before. What's that? I said Yeah, nice. we've done stuff like this nice. before. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, we've done stuff like this. Before we did plays before this, so yeah, this is just the uh, the general progression of finally, like you know, getting the balls to, you know, getting enough 
you know, knowledge on his end. Like, he started a production company, so he's been, you know, working in this area for many years now and then getting to a point where, like, you know, calling favors, get cameras, this, this, and that, and finally, like, you know, going for it. So, yeah. Nice. It's a long time, but, yeah, we've slowly gotten here. I remember I was a little kid. I, my my father was a uh, an engineer and, and used to, um, you know, he'd get different jobs, different places and whatnot, and um, usually automating factories and, and whatnot. And we'd have to move to crazy places. And I lived in Kansas for a minute, um, Chinook, Kansas. I don't even know if that city still exists. It, it, this was 30 or 40 years ago. I've, you know, heard, long time. I've heard of it. I have no idea where it is in the general like Kansas landscape, but I've definitely heard of it. Yeah, it's over um, on the, uh, I, don't, I, don't. I think on the, uh, the east side there somewhere, but um, gotcha. yeah, we didn't live there long. We didn't live there long, but I remember the arcade game, uh, the arcade thing was going real hot and heavy, and there was this really cool arcade there that I, I, I was a little kid, like I said, and it was in a, a, a caboose, uh, like a train caboose. They had converted to an arcade and I thought that was wow. really cool. Is- and at the time, my, um, I, you know, I saw one of those sit-down uh, centipede games, and I said, well, when I'm grown up, I'll, I'll be successful. When I have one of those, I can, you know, eat while playing a video game. They didn't, you know, I guess Atari right. might have been out at the time. But I, I can't remember, but I don't think it was. Anyway, um, yeah, I thought that was the pinnacle. I still had yet to get one. Um I don't know if my wife would like Well, I don't think we have room. I wouldn't let that bother you. I think actually getting, you know, getting a pinball machine, arcade game is like kind of, it's kind of like a rich guy move, but like, don't you probably like 99% of the time you get it and like, it probably doesn't get played as often as like, you know, oh, no. you would, you would kind of no. hope for. Well, exactly. But, and the know. thing, the crazy thing is, is my neighbor is a coin up guy. He, uh, you know, he's the jukebox king of South Florida. He has all these, you know, bars and stuff. He puts jukeboxes and, you know, they're, they're company. Oh, wow. And uh, I could probably, I'm sure there's one collecting dust in some storage facility or something that he knows about, but I've never even brought it up to him. Maybe I will. Uh, that, I maybe I'll that, that is tense. weird. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, okay, I flip-flop. Maybe, maybe you should get one now. Uh, I guess maybe, maybe repair and maintenance. I don't know if that would be an issue. Like now, oh, it's like is, man, it, no. is it tough to find someone to repair a centipede machine? I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. I oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you get like Mike Tyson knockout or whatever it was, and, uh, Don't you, and yeah. you know, the problem is you'd be playing it. That's like all the kids today that you know they they grew up on. They play video games on their phone and stuff like that. I'm an old man. Right. Um, that's what I tell people. They're like, well, when did you stop playing video games? I'm like, I don't know. I ran out of quarters, you know? They're like, quarters? What are you talking? I'm like, that's how you used to have to play. Um, but they didn't I mean, yet, every decent you know. city does have the bar arcade. Yeah. Like, bar right. now, like pretty much. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this. Now, today is the big day. Today is the big day of release. Um, did you guys have, like, a little pre-release party beforehand? Or... Um, uh, is everybody getting together? Or I mean, how's it going? No, well, no, like, like we, I mean, we had, we did have kind of a, like I say, we're from Kansas, so we did have a screening at a movie theater that uh, nice. we really like, uh, probably like a week or so ago. So that that was fun. But yeah, I mean, 
No, and and some of the cast is kind of spread spread out over the country. Uh, but um, we. I got you. Yeah, no. So no, nothing. I mean, when you're when you're released on a digital platform, I guess it is. Uh, I don't know, not a wet noodle certainly, but not quite the same as you know. Uh, I, I don't know. Wait, especially because you're released over so many platforms. It's like, yeah, I guess it's out. I mean, definitely. Um, but I, but there are, we are doing more screenings, and like we just found out that we're going to be in a, a Kevin Smith's inaugural uh, film festival that he has. He's having in New Jersey, so nice. we're hoping to get together with more of the cast there. So it's kind of like, you know, we do get together, like, when we can. But, yeah, for right now we're trying to just figure out, like, how to it's, – it's on this platform but not this one, or rent on this one, but <laughs> not per se. Like, oh, my God, it's infuriating. It's interesting. You know, oh, and we live in an interesting times. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of uh, buzz. You know, of course, uh, the movie Prey that dropped, uh, the, the Predator movie. And, um, right. you know, something I, I've heard about people saying about that that I, you don't hear. I haven't heard about other films. Is they're like, man, they, they made a mistake. They should have really released this on, um, in theaters as opposed to just streaming. Uh, because before, everybody was like, oh, streaming, 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 you know. And um, that's the first time I'm hearing those rumblings and whatnot. I don't know. We have a big TV, so I mean, your movie it looks great on it. <laughs> you know, it was fantastic. You could see it. It was, uh, you know, it, it it worked out real I, I, well, real well. I can I can tell you what has been happening, which has been uh, interesting to adjust to, is like you. Now that it is finally released in the world, like people, you know, like yourself, like uh, or bloggers or writers are, are writing about it, like it gets reviews. So, so like, so strangers are talking about it, which is such a weird, uh, weird thing, especially when, especially when, uh, you know, and look, it's going to happen. Like some people are like, oh, this is terrible. Like, this is not work for me at all. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, fuck. Like, so, I mean, and look, that's, People have the right to say it. Like, obviously, I say that about movies that come out. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But, uh, so, you know, but it's just a weird, it's a weird uh, thing to get over if a, suddenly a stranger is just almost like, really direct, like, oh, you suck. And uh, for whatever well, reason, I mean, you know, we tend to just, I don't know, probably get more hung up on those. And I mean, obviously, I've heard people say they like the movie as well, So, which is always great. Yeah, but, you absolutely. know, you always get hung up on the bad ones for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm a painter by trade. I'm not in the movie business. I paint paintings of people and stuff like that. For been doing that for 20 years. And, uh, you know, make a pretty nice living doing that. And um, so I learned early on in my career outside of podcasting and whatnot uh, about critics. And, you know, all art subjective. And, and, and the majority, and I'm not just you know, one of these guys shouting at the clouds, the reality is, is a lot of these critics, especially online critics, you know, they haven't done anything. It'd be one thing if Martin Scorsese was, was saying, you know, giving you, critiquing your work or whatever. Um, but, you know, Joe Blow, who cares? This guy hasn't done anything. He's got a blog, <laughs> you know? Yay. Um, who doesn't, you know? That is true. Uh, that that does like, that does put it in perspective. Yeah, you know, I mean, screw these guys. They, uh, you know, show me show me what you've done, and uh, you know, and then I'll be interested um, in what you have to say. Uh, 
And everybody has an opinion to a movie, and that's fine. That's fine. But when people, some people, especially, I think, in the horror genre, which is interesting because you guys did a, a horror comedy, I think, I have friends that are comedians and whatnot, and uh, and a lot of filmmaker friends that, that, you know, dip their toe in that or try to. Those are hard. Horror and comedy are kind of interrelated in a way um, that I think are, are, you know, when it's done well, it's funny and, and in a crazy situation. I think you guys achieved that. I thought the writing was strong on this, and, um, you know, uh, the actors knocked it out of the park. Uh, it, it looked great. This didn't look, look like, to me, it looked it was sharp, you know, shot with a phone or something. Um, maybe it was, but it just if it was, it worked out real well because it didn't look it. Um, I thought this was a good film. I laughed, you know. But maybe that says more about me than anything else. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and 
Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. It's good. I mean, yeah, I mean look, con- comedy too is subjective. So I probably like one of the hardest things to do. So I mean, I'm not. I didn't mean to come off as like ungrateful or that I'm bitching. It's just like it's just it's just oh, a weird, no. just an adjustment. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it is hard. It is hard. I'll tell you, I have probably done, I would say, 700, maybe 800 art shows over my career, and the reality is, I get nervous before each one. I'm like, is this going to be the one where there's somebody shows up with tomatoes? You know, I'm going to have to block for the painting. Um, Hasn't happened, knock on wood, (laughs) but I worry about it, you know. It is hard as an artist because, you you know, you do your work and you put it out there, um, and that's what you've done. But I think you'll be getting a – I tell you the weird part about film, I think, is um, filmmakers put their film out. It gets released. It gets released to people like me and and all up and down the the media spectrum – and so you hear, you're getting this feedback from all these critics. You know what I mean? Not the guys, mm-hmm. not people are saying, me and my buddies wanted a cool film to watch uh, one Friday night and eat some pizza and drink some beer and stuff while we watched it, maybe smoke a little. And uh, this was it, man. <laughs> this was great. Uh, I think you'll start seeing a lot more of those types of reviews. You know what I mean? Common people, sure. uh, your audience and whatnot. No, I think it's cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, don't burn the house down yet. You got to sleep somewhere. Okay. All right. All right. You've talked me out the ledge. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Now, something I learned since doing the podcast, which I was amazed at, I didn't know this, uh, prior to doing the podcast, you know, doing the podcast and whatnot, I would click the TV on or sit down to a movie and say, ah, oh, they made this like last month, you know. They had some time, and they, they knocked this out. Pretty good work. I, I had no idea that movie time is completely different, or filmmaking time would be a better thing uh, to say, it is completely different than us, the civilian time that, that we experienced out here. How long of a process was it from when you had the idea for this script, conception to making uh, the film, uh, to having it, you know, doing the file festival? having it distributed to where we are today. Was it a long process? I'll be honest with you. It was a long process. And uh, I, yeah. I remember I was hear, hearing an interview with uh, Ryan Johnson, the guy, you know, the director, he, uh, he did one of the new star Wars and he did, um, what's the fucking knives out. And I remember him talking about mm. like, yeah, my first, my first movie took a decade to get made. And I was just like, and I, I was at the beginning of my process and I'm like, decade. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, there's no way uh, this is going to take me that long. And I'm not saying it took me a decade, but man, yeah. So, you know, you came up with, we um, we were going to do it as a short and then we're like, you know what? Like, come on, we're, we're getting older. Like, let's just go for it. Let's make a feature, which is obviously harder. Um, we, we, we shot for, we, again, we shot it in parts. We shot for three days, shut down, and like picked up again, you know, months later, shot eight more days, mm. um, and uh, shut down, and then shot uh, another one more day in California. So, um, wow. 
and then did all that. And then basically, you know, we were editing and everything. And then by the time we got to um, where we were done and we were ready to, like, I guess, go to film festivals, like, COVID hit. And which is mm. not, like, is not a great, like, the best time to be entering film festivals, I can assure you. And uh, we, we still did, and we got we we got into um, some, but, you know, it was virtual, and then, uh, you know, which is just, like, a different beast. So it was, like, and I, and I can't complain that much, because now, like, we've got, we've actually gone to a few, like, in-person ones. Like I say, we got the Kevin Smith one coming up, and, and how we got this distribution was that from some festival we didn't even get into. Like, someone, I don't know, got our name, wow. and to this guy, and, you know, we kind of got, it was like a random call. So, and then now, and once you, this distribution thing is not, uh, it's very complicated and, you know, not the funnest of fun either. So, you got to, to ready the movie to, like, play on platforms, you got to do you know, a plethora of technical shit that, you know, so so it can play on platforms and you have to, like, you know, there's a lot of paperwork. So it was a very long process. Like, ballpark, like, idea to, like, today, like, you know, we're going to be talking, I don't even want to guess, but I'll say at least five years. It's, prob- it's probably more. Um, but, yeah, wow. so it's a uh, – so when you get to this point, you're kind of like, man, I mean – that's the only thing too, like especially with comedy. You look back on it, like comedy age is the worst to me. It's kind of like, man, I wrote some of these jokes like you know nearly a fucking decade ago now. So I'm not I'm right. Not, uh, always, always uh, well, high on some of it, but yeah, it um, it's it took a while, but we also learned learned a lot. So you know, that's just that's just the way it is. I mean, I don't think if anyone, luckily it was you know you go through it in parts. I don't think if anyone set you down and said like, all right, so. It's going to take seven years. Like, here, let's get started. Uh, no, I don't think anyone would do it. So if you can kind of, like, slowly but surely die inside, you can finally, you, uh, you know, it, uh, it helps. But, yeah, so it took a long time. And all that is um, mainly money and just, like, not knowing what we're doing. Uh, but uh, we, at least we didn't have to – Chad and I managed to – do it ourselves. We're not like beholden to like an investor. We didn't like crowdfund well, or awesome. anything. I mean, we still like, and everyone uh, except for some of the actors got paid. So, you know, that's cool. I know that's that. cool. So, you know, yeah. I have had some friends that did the crowdfunding. I've never done one. Um, just because of the horror stories I heard <laughs> from the people that had, and um, they're like, you know, yeah, it's another 80-hour-a-week job. Just get ready. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Um, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't want to do a Patreon for a long time. Uh, yeah, I just it's, it's hard for me. My wife finally talked me into it. Um, and the Patreon's all right. It's all right because I can kind of control it. But, um, yeah, just um, <laughs> doing a crowdfunding, I, I, I couldn't. I, I don't want to say I couldn't, but um, it wouldn't be something I would just look to sign up for. Uh, but hey, maybe I'm I mean, maybe I'm like, on that. I mean, Patreon's a little different. I mean, that's more just like kind of going to like your your niche, and you're not well, asking the them for like, like you. <laughs> right. You're you're not asking them also for this like big, big picture. This is like you know, kind of as you go. It's it's your choice to like you know 
they can always quit or whatever. It's kind of, and you have to be proactive. So it's kind of like it keeps you active and like it gives them something. So that's, that seems way different to me. And that's a lot better to me. And I certainly, I belong to a couple of Patreons. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It's not bad. Um, You know, my, my personal experience with it's not bad. But then again, I'm not making a big project. You know, I'm just painting paintings, not a big deal. Doing a podcast. Um, You know, it's not a, it's, it ain't making films. I, my hat goes off to you, sir. If I were to sit my wife down and say, yeah, dear, uh, guess what? For the next seven years, I'm going to be, uh, or five years, I'm going to be working on uh, this project. You know, I'm sure she'd be supportive, but she, at the same time, she'd be like, okay, Picasso, uh, understand. <laughs> you got to come up. Here's the nuts you got to crack every month, you know, and then you can do this extra. Um I don't know. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that films get done. Just kind of peripherally knowing what's involved, you know, money and 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 whatnot. And I've known people too. They get behind a lot of investors, and oh man, it can turn into a problem, you know. Um, but then it, again, it somebody investing in a film, you kind of know what you get into. You should, I would think. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. It's crazy. Know. Especially it seems like I don't. It's crazy that people want to keep making them. <laughs> like, no matter what, no matter how, even if it doesn't seem like we're watching as many movies or anything, people always still want to keep making them. Well, you know, it, because they're cool. And you made a cool movie. You made a cool movie. It's very dialogue-driven. It's, um, you know, it, it's funny. It's snappy. I, I dig it. I dig it a lot. Um, but I like that type of thing, you know? Um, right. I found the Road Warrior very, it was all right. You know, there were some cool cars. I like the guy with the mohawk, but there wasn't enough dialogue in it for me. You know, it was like, what, a, a minute and a half or something in that whole movie? I'm like, come on. Right. I, I want to, I'm going to get to know these people. Um, but I thought she did really well with it. Is it hard to write that? Do you start out with that, you know, with that idea in mind? With, with just the which idea of like the dead body or? Well, no, no, that's a great idea. That's a great, the whole concept of this film. For folks, I don't want to give anything away, but um, these two guys, they have a party. <laughs> you know, there's a party. And um, we've all had those parties. If you remember way back, mine, mine were a long time ago, um, where something happened, uh, happened to be a dead body <laughs> in, the, uh, in the shower the next day. Oh, shit. Um, oh, man, what a great idea. No, I was just saying, like, the, in general, the way you write, I, I find it fascinating. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought the dialogue was cool, and uh, everything worked real well. But, uh, yeah, with the, uh, have you been to crazy parties where uh, unexpected things happen? Nothing quite to the scale. I mean, nothing, but I've definitely been, you know, and this, and I definitely had to, I mean, not in a long time. I mean, it's almost like, kind of unbelievable <laughs> we would be too we're getting a little we're aging out of the age where we'd be throwing parties although that's kind of the idea i guess with these guys too but uh nothing uh nothing that sinister luckily but i've definitely like you know gotten drunk and woke you know and next day and like had huge regret or like thought back or had people remind me of you know something i've done and that and that's just like the worst feeling and so this is just kind of like you know that on acid of like oh my god like what you know 
I mean, talk about a bad like, situation to wake up to, especially oh, if you can't remember like all the facts. But also, absolutely. you know, like, like, you know, stuff can happen. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Stuff like this oh, yeah. Happen. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, but I remember, you know, those mornings after you're looking through, you're like your receipts and stuff, you know, you're emptying your pockets, you're right. like, did I buy the bar around? How did I possibly spend this much money? I don't remember. Um, worst party I ever had, or situation like that, is I had a friend of mine and her car, uh, she couldn't find her car the next day, you know? So I'm like, I don't know, I can't remember. It was two hours away. So apparently we had driven two oh, hours wow. away and left the car and somehow made our way back. Uh, didn't remember. That was bad. I woke up in Vegas one time, too. That was a bad uh, – didn't remember. Remember wow. kind of in waves, I remember being at an airport, but um, didn't remember checking in. Um, man, uh, crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back in the day. I can't do that now. Oh, my God. my I'd, I'd be in the bathtub. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.love. S-H-A-C-K-A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y dot com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. 
The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Oh, that would end. Oh, no. Uh, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Well, this is cool. This is a cool, like I said, it's a party movie. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I think a lot of other people will as well. Um, now, I know today being the big day, and, and you Hollywood, Kansas types, uh, sometimes you can't talk about future projects until T's are crossed, I's are dotted. Uh, is there any uh, future projects? Because I want to see more of your work uh, that we should be able um, to look I mean, out for. Jen, Jen and I would like to tackle this uh, project. It was, it was a tr- It's a true story. It's about this guy that uh, was arrested for um, – manufacturing and uh, selling acid. And he was based in uh, Amigo, Kansas. So um, we, we'd uh, mm. like to tackle that. It's been slow going. I mean, I've never written about a real person before. That's kind of a weird thing because you're kind of like, I don't know, you're chained, but you're not chained. Like, well, what what do I keep? But like how real do, or like how accurate do I have to be? But like, oh, you don't. You can do, I mean, based on a true story, like loosely based on a true story. Like, I don't know. It's been very um, – it's been very, uh, you know, bit hard for me. But and, and another reason was because we're still like this thing. This day after Halloween was this uh, albatross that I'm like just trying to push across the finish line. So mainly, what I'm looking forward to with this uh, release is I'm hope I'm hoping for a little uh, closure and catharsis as far as like you know being able to right. look to the next next project. I mean, because that's you know that's what it is too. Like you make a movie and it's kind of like oh, I just climbed a mountain. Like, you want to climb another one? Like, oh, God, not really. <laughs> but uh, so you kind of you need a, you need a little uh, a little downtime, which you certainly had now, and finally getting it out. So we're really ho- – so I'm hoping – so nothing concrete in the works to answer your question. But, yeah, I'm hoping that maybe we can we can get that, you know, now that we've, you know, shook the extra sketch clean, maybe we can get rolling again. Right. Well, you never know. You never know. Some big producer might just, you might get another one of those uh, unexpected calls. They're like, we got a check here for you. We got a check. Time to go that, back to work. That would, that would be nice. 
Can't hurt the hope. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I can't wait to see more. I really enjoyed this. And, um, you know, I, I think it's a fantastic film. Uh, the day after Halloween, look it on, look for it on your various digital platforms, everybody, on your on-demands and whatnot. Um, let me ask you this uh, real quick. I know you guys are working with uh, Gravitas Ventures and Kamikaze Dogfight, two heavy hitters in the game, two heavy hitters in the game. Um, what, what was it like working with, with them? Was it, was it a difficult process? I mean, just because it's new and whatnot? Um, or did it go pretty smoothly? Uh, no comment on <laughs> that one for the time being. I got you. I got you. Not that I don't I know. I w- look, let me put it this way. Gravitas is one of the, I, 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 from what I hear, the, I, th- I, get or I think they claim, I guess, to be like the biggest independent distributor out there, which is probably true. Um, they, and they do have a lot of movies and, you know, probably a lot of them that you've never heard of. And, look, obviously when you have that many movies, Day after, day after Halloween is just a little tiny piece in this big gravitas puzzle. So, I mean, there was like, and Chad and I pretty much, you know, in this process, we've certainly never distributed a movie before, had little to no idea of what we were doing. And while I, I just wouldn't say it wasn't overly, they, it wasn't necessarily like they don't, they, they weren't handholding and it was sometimes tough to like, uh, communicate, but I think we all, we all want the same thing. I hope <laughs> like that the movie, uh, right. you know, uh, does well and they, they want it to do well too. But, uh, you know, it was just, and, and it's a different like making a movie and like trying to sell a movie are two completely different things. So I, a lot of times I just felt in the dark, uh, but probably because I've never done this before and they do it every day. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I get that sometimes, oh, yeah, I, too, I, doing know. the podcast. Um, you know, uh, sometimes guests will be like, oh, well, what about – and I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. It's all fine. Because to me, it's a Tuesday. You know what I mean? And then I have to actually tell myself, right. no, wait a second. It's, first, it's a new, uh, you know, singer. It's their first time doing a podcast, their debut single, whatever. And it isn't a Tuesday for them. This is a big deal. And – so I kind of have to course correct a little bit, but I get it. Um, you know, and I've been on the other side of that too, where, you know, where you're trying to figure new stuff hard sometimes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> why don't they understand? I think you're being very understanding um, in, in, you know, seeing that they're the mountain of, of product and whatnot. They are cool though. They are cool. I'll tell you this, you, you flip to the TV and whatnot, you'll, you'll see that logo pop up quite a few times. Quite a few times, and uh, yeah, you know, cool stuff. Well, it's awesome. You got it done. The cool thing is now you can turn on the TV and see your project looking back out at you. See you looking out at you. That's right. You know, because you're in the film. I am. It is a little surreal. I love it. I love it. I would be shouting it from the rooftops, man. You did an awesome job in it. Uh, You know, and and great film. Great film. Um, let me ask you, for as a writer, uh, a screenwriter, do you write? Uh, pretty, do you have a, a pretty consistent schedule with writing, or does it you write when it comes to you? No, no. I mean, uh, definitely the other way. And you de- like if you want to be a writer, though. Uh, but I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I find it hard to call myself a writer because I feel that 
if you want to be a writer, like you, you gotta, you know, they, all writer, all writers basically say the same thing. You gotta treat it like a job, and you gotta da da da. That's one hundred percent true. I'm sure. Um, to which I uh, don't have great discipline, and I I don't do it like that. So um, while I am trying to get better, uh, no, I, I you know I I don't have much routine, and I'm you know always striving. Towards that, I mean, I, I don't know what writer said, but I know some writers said, like, they asked, like, do you like to write? And they're like, no, I don't like to write. I, I like having had written, <laughs> like, like when it's over. <laughs> right. but, yeah. So it's um, it's all about, you got to, I mean, for me, it's physical. It's like, you, you just got to sit down and do it. But I'm, it's very easy, but I'm only beholden to myself. And it's always very easy for me to talk me out of, like, uh, doing it. So, again, I'm hoping that with, the release of this film, I can, you know, start to buckle down more because, you know, if well, that's, I that's, that's the honesty. difference between that's the difference between being a writer and like, oh, yeah, I wrote a movie a lot once. <laughs> Don't really do that stuff anymore. So, you know. But yeah, I'm well, trying. You never know. I'm trying. You never know. Well, very, very cool, man. You know, you you guys are doing it. Hey, and, you know, the difference between what you're doing, um, what you've done, and a lot of other people, a lot of other people say, oh, yeah, I could make a movie. Oh, yeah, you know, that's something I could do. Well, you haven't done it, so, um, you know, <laughs> you've done it, <laughs> you know. You knocked this out. That's quite an accomplishment, you know. I I, I think that's pretty cool. That's right. I just that's pretty just cool. me. I did it. I had no, I had no help either. No, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Right. No, I know, yeah. I'm and joking. it's a good movie. It's a good movie, you know, and uh, well, it'd be different if it was just terrible, but it's not. Sure. Um, well, yeah, like I say, I can't thank you enough for watching and interviewing me today. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, definitely one to watch, folks. Danny Schlick, uh, yeah. you know, keep your eye on him. Um, everybody, I want everybody this week to watch the day after Halloween. It's gonna, You're going to laugh. It's going to get you in the spirit. Um, I know it's hot and it's summer and everybody's like, oh, my God. Trust me, sitting inside in the air conditioning, have your wife, or, you know, you don't have to have her do it, but, but put a candle on or something and uh, enjoy this film. Very, very cool. You know what? Danny, I can't. Hey, what? wait wait, 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 wait till Halloween, I don't, too. I don't really give a shit. That's fine. Uh, hey, whenever you want to watch <laughs> it, it's fine. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, very cool. Thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. And of course. Not. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, you guys kick ass and, uh, you know, keep doing it. You're real good at it. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, I'll hope to talk, Absolutely. talk to you soon. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Right, anytime. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for uh, tonight's episode, uh, the day after Halloween. Like I said, get out there and watch it. Very, very cool. Uh, this episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. I put it out on all the uh, social media platforms and on all podcasting platforms. Believe it or not, I can't believe this, but it's very true. We are on over 675 different podcasting platforms. I, you know, if you're sitting at home right now and you're thinking to yourself, I want to start a business, maybe we'll start a podcast. I'm just saying there's 600 and some of them out there already. Jeez, Louise. So we're on them all, and I'm very grateful for that. We're on all the big ones, of course, Spotify, Pandora, whatever. 
Um, oh, also, I should mention our links. Um, uh, we have the Instagram link for uh, up for the Day After Halloween movie and the IMDb. Uh, those links stay active um, as you're uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Pandora or you know any of these podcasting platforms. Just click on the link and you get over there and like and share. If you dig something, like and share it. You know, chances are your friends are going to like and share it because you have common interests. You know, your friends. So definitely check it out and uh, help get the word out. Very, very cool. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hej, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.